Thanks for tuning in to Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network, and I'm Vic Verschereau. So glad to be with you here today, and so glad you tuned in. Thank you so much. And, of course, you tuned in because you wanted to hear all about our special guest, who we've found all uh, down in beautiful, I believe it's Tennessee. Is that where I'm calling, Leona? Well, actually, I'm in Tennessee. I live in Tennessee, but at the moment I'm in Missouri. <laughs> well, good for you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to you Leona Williams. She is truly uh, one of the best and certainly the sweetest. She is a singer-songwriter of legendary proportion. She's part of what I consider uh, country music uh, royalty, and she's here on the other end of my line. Leona, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you for having me, Vic. I am so thankful to get to be on your show, and uh, I'm Hello to everybody up there in Michigan. That's great. Well, you know, down in Missouri, you must be close to home because I was going to share with every, everybody that you were born in Vienna, uh, but then I was going to going to burst the bubble and say that was Vienna, Missouri, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's not quite exactly as exotic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm up here in Vienna, Missouri uh, with uh, some of my family. Matter of fact, uh, in Vienna is... Missouri honored me a few years ago, and it named the highway after me there. Yes, goes right through awesome. Vienna called Leona Williams Highway, and I'm really thankful. So oh, I got to see that yesterday again. That's you know, so I cool. Appreciate that. Now, in your wildest <laughs> dreams, as a as a little girl growing up in Vienna, Missouri, did you ever think they they name a highway after you? Come on, I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. But you know, I grew up in that little town. Yeah, uh, you know, in that area, and uh, of course. Mom and Daddy, uh, we had a big family. We had, there's 12 of us kids. Oh, my word. So, you know, so I just uh, honored, uh, when I, they honored me, I said, I'm I'm sharing this with all my whole family. Oh, you know? that is really cool. <laughs> and you got enough family there, they can probably fill that highway. That's pretty cool. Well, That's t- right, and keep it busy. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me about growing up with 12 kids. So you, so where were you in the in the pecking order? Well, I was, let's see, six, seven, eight. I was number nine from number the nine. oldest. Wow, how about that? Yeah, and then the youngest, you know, was, uh, I still have a sister and uh, a couple brothers that's younger than me. Yeah, well, so, and, and in all of that, were, were the, the, you've made your living since I think 1958, you, you got started professionally, but um, in all of that, you've made your living in music, so was the music... Uh, part of your family growing up, or how did how did it uh, connect with you? Yes, uh, I I grew up, you know, around the music. My dad played the fiddle. He's real good playing the old time fiddle tunes oh, and yeah. all that, and and it was wonderful. And my mom, she was she grew up, uh, you know, around some music, and uh, she played. She could play claw hammer style banjo, like Grandpa Jones always called it, <laughs> claw hammer style banjo. And she could also play piano, and she played at church when she was young, and oh, wow. you know, and learning and all that stuff, and and just the you know, it's just music was always around at all of us. And uh, yeah. anyway, somebody said one time. Uh, you know, to my dad said, golly, you got 12 kids and they all know how to play the guitar, the fiddle. How'd you get them to do that? Anyhow, and my dad said, well, I tuned all them fiddles and guitars up and laid them on the bed. And I told them kids to leave them alone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So and that's you know, that's a, a, a kid won't leave it alone. That's for sure. That's so fun. Well, <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, your family's big enough. You, you've got enough for a football team and some bench strength. So that's really... <laughs> That's really cool. Uh, what a oh, what a life right. that is. Well, when you got started, I, I got to believe that probably it all it all, your first uh, public appearance in terms of any kind of music you were doing probably started in church, didn't it? 
Oh yeah, we used to do that all the time. We'd, yeah. uh, my brother Warren played fiddle, and, and we'd get the fiddle and guitar and go sing what they what they called at our church a special. Yeah. And we'd get up there and sing "I Saw the Light" or something, you know, oh, and just yeah. kids playing all that. And, yeah, it, it was a wonderful thing, and is uh, as wonderful time growing up with yeah. music. And my dad be playing the fiddle early in the morning, you know, and. Mom be uh, cooking uh, <laughs> breakfast and have that bacon frying. You know, yeah. And, uh, oh. Smell all through the house. We'd say, I'd say, I'm getting up. I so I'd get my guitar and go play rhythm for daddy. <laughs> play the fiddle. You know. <laughs> you know, it it feels like I'm on the front porch of Cracker Barrel right now. I think that just sounds awesome. <laughs> That's my favorite place. Oh, is I don't, that reminds me of home. Well, I I gotta believe it does. I think that's so cool. So Vienna, pretty small town, rural rural uh, Missouri. A little over five hundred. Yeah. You know, population. Yeah. You know, a lot of farm uh, and agriculture small. around here. Yes, lots of farmers, lots of lots of wonderful people around yeah. there. And I is think. that is that what your mm-hmm. mom and dad did, or what were their careers? Uh, Daddy worked for the county. Yeah, he uh, he ran a road grader and all that stuff. And mom, she just took care of the family and the garden and things and growing vegetables and fruits and stuff and and uh, cannon and all that and kept heavens, us all fed. Heaven, yes, yeah, she had an army to feed, so that was was her, her, her was survival That's of the right. fittest, right? Go out and grow something. Well, yeah. the good news and, is, and, I, and, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Some of those kids were, you know, older than me, so we wasn't all there at the same time. <laughs> yeah, know, but... good point. That that makes it, and that meant the younger ones had to. We we're always getting new kids because we were going to have more chores to do. So I I know how that goes. Right. Well, you know the the funny thing is is uh, is growing up, my my folks had an acre and a half garden, and and it was always go out and weed it or or pull it or pick it or plant it or something. So we, that was always <laughs> it was headed for a freezer or a canner somewhere along the way. Uh, that's right. <laughs> well, Leona, I'm so grateful that you're here to share part of your story, and and um, and your story is really quite awesome. There's so many legendary names uh, that you've uh, that you've connected with and been involved with, and and uh, just really can't wait to unpack it here on the Leadership Lowdown. We're grateful to have with us Leona Williams, singer songwriter here on the Michigan Business Network. We're gonna go pay some bills and come right back. Most of us aren't looking around for accidents waiting to happen. That would be sort of odd. But when you have Accident Fund Workers' Compensation Insurance, that's exactly what they are doing. Accident Fund employees are the WorkSafe people. They take your safety very seriously because that's all they do. Workers' Compensation Insurance. That's why they're rated A-excellent by AM-Best. Go to AccidentFund.com slash WorkSafe and get the WorkSafe people. Accident Fund is a wholly owned subsidiary of Accident Fund Holdings Incorporated, the 10th largest workers' compensation insurer in the United States. Welcome back to Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Vershero with the amazing Leona Williams, singer, songwriter, and legendary country music star. She's so she's such so graceful and such a great start in beautiful Vienna, uh, Missouri. And of course, we're talking about where she went from there. So, Leona, as we talk about your situation, tell me a little bit about 
Um, what was your first break? How, how on earth did you end up uh, starting there, singing in your church, pack of 12 kids were all surrounding you? And then, of course, <laughs> now we're talking about uh, uh, having a highway named after you in your hometown. So tell me, what was that first step? How did, how did it all get started? Well, when I was like 15 years old, I, uh, uh, you know, I was, I'd been playing, singing around different places and all that. And, uh, my brother, Warren, he, uh, played fiddle with this band from Jefferson City, Missouri. Oh, and yeah. the fella that he played with owned the radio station there, <laughs> KWOS in Jefferson City. Yeah. And, uh, so his name was, of all things, Johnny Music. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and the best guy in the world. You know, yeah. He played electric mandolin and had little, the Johnny Boys. Yeah. And my brother played fiddle with them. So one night they were playing in this little place. And they had a dance, you know, and uh, I just a kid. And Warren uh, said, do you care if I get my sister up here to sing one? And he said, oh, sure, you can do that, you know. So <laughs> I got up there and sang. And so Johnny really liked my singing. And, and uh, he said, you know, I've got this radio station. He said, you know, let's get you some sponsors and we'll get you a radio show. Come on. Of your own. That was real popular for people to do that back in the really? day, you know. Wow. And uh, so, anyways, uh, for a, a long time, I had me a, my own radio show every Saturday morning. And uh, it was called Leona Sings. Huh. And uh, my... You know, I love Kitty Wells and yeah. Hank Williams and, you know, all them old good songs. I... Uh, I learned all them, and uh, you know, and with his little band, we we taped or whatever on a like a Thursday night, and he played it back on Saturday morning. Well, tell me about the show, Leona. Leona sing. Yeah. And so, was that show? Was it all music? Did you just go from song to song, or did you kind of your personality come out in between? Because you're you're live, right, on the air. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was like taped and to be played back. Yeah, okay. We just say hi, and this is a song I loved and learned, whatever, like we always do, and I sang a uh, uh, Kitty Wells song, you know. Isn't that something? Uh, one of hers. And yes, it was oh, cool. Simpler and, uh, times. To, to look back on it. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. And of course, as a 15-year-old, you had to be probably um, one of the brightest, uh, best catches around uh, Vienna, Missouri, as a 15-year-old with your own uh, radio show, right? You were, you, you were kind of pretty popular then. Well, you know, I, I really was. And, you know, I, I, uh, I always say this and I laugh about it. I said, this is the first little fib I ever told <laughs> because I thought you had to be 16 to sing on the radio. Uh, you know? <laughs> so you were and cheating so there. And so I told Johnny Music I was 16. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I really wanted that really bad, you know. So yeah. I said, they'd say, Leona. Helton, 16-year-old girl from Vienna, Missouri. <laughs> so, and you were 15. Too funny. <laughs> and I'm just 15, but I was almost 16, but I wanted this really bad. Well, know? it's a, a little so. white lies are okay, right? I guess we'll have to pass pass on those. Those are okay. Well, so you get yeah. you get this radio show going, and, and all of a sudden you're kind of uh, the hottest thing in, in Vienna, Missouri. And so what, what happens from there? Well, after that, you know, I... I met somebody, my kids' dad, and I I got married, and uh, I moved to St. Louis, Missouri, Yeah. and uh, in that area, St. Charles is where I moved to, Okay. and uh, and I went to beauty college, <laughs> oh and my. then I was a beautician uh, in, in the St. Louis area, near the airport, St. Oh. Anne's, Missouri. I was a beautician there for quite a while, and, uh, you know, just a kid doing all that. And uh, we had a little band, me and the kids, my kids' dad, his name was Ron Williams, 
and uh, and now I have a son that sings. His Ron Jr. Yeah, his Ron name's Ron, Ron too. Yeah, I saw know? that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's a good singer. But anyways, uh, we had this band, and uh, so we went to visit to to this show one time, and it was Doyle and Teddy Wilburn, the Wilburn brothers, hmm. and with them. Uh, they had Loretta Lynn with them. They oh they was promoting her, and you know she was she'd had some success. But anyway, she was doing good, and and we all went out to eat for some reason. We all got acquainted and laughing, having a good time, you know. And we all went to eat and got acquainted. And uh, later on, we booked a few fair dates and shows, and uh, our little band backed Loretta. Oh, and wow. so. <laughs> so Loretta liked us real good, and she said, "If I ever make it, I'm going to help you, kids." You got to be so kidding! Me. Wow, isn't that something? And, and were so, you were you backup singer to her then, or were well, you playing music? I played upright bass in our okay. Band. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So I played upright bass, and then you know I could sing the harmonies easy. You know, and knew Loretta. Uh, you know, things <laughs> she was singing, I knew all them songs. You know. Well. <laughs> and so, yeah. anyways. Uh, Loretta, she said, if I ever make it, I'm going to help you, kids. So one day at the beauty shop, I got a call, and Loretta said, I'm starting my first band. I'm calling it the Blue Kentuckians. And she <laughs> said, I want you down here. I'll get you a house to rent. And, uh, you know, oh I want you to work with me. Gosh, and a star so, is born. We're, I can't yeah. wait to hear more about this, because this is really kind of where it all begins, and, and it starts an amazing trail. And, it, and it's the beginning <laughs> of a highway named Named uh, uh, to the Williams family, right? So, anyways, yeah. I'm so glad you're sharing this with us here on the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back. Sinair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com. You found the Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero, and so delighted. I'm spending time here with Leona Williams. She's a singer-songwriter that you've, I'm sure you've heard of, and, of course, she's of country music uh, royalty down uh, throughout the country, and we're just so glad she's sharing her story. When we just left, we were coming off the Loretta Lynn phone call. How surreal is it to get a call at the beauty shop from Loretta Lynn? Are you kidding me? So you, you, get, this, you get this phone call, and she says, can you get down here? because we're about to change your world. So you had to be excited when you got that phone call. I was. You know, I was a little scared, too. And uh, my kids' dad, he, he worked at uh, a Ford Motor Company in St. Louis. And so, you know, he had to leave his job, and we left. And he played drums with Loretta. Oh. And I played upright bass. And <laughs> so we went to Nashville. And that She's the reason we went there. You know, she got us there. All, wow. And we, we did the... Uh, of course, we'd been down there before, and we'd worked uh, Midnight Jamboree and all that. And uh, so it's it's just been a great, great career, and that's uh, my big start right there well, with Loretta. And, and then you, after about a year with Loretta and her band, then I got me a record deal. Oh, wow. And, know, and that myself. was that was because you must – it was the singing that got you the record deal. It wasn't the bass playing, right? Right. Right. Yes, so, it was my singing, and I – 
the fella that was with Lonzo and Oscar at the Grand Ole Opry, he was the new Lonzo because he, uh, the comedians on the Opry, you know, yeah. they, uh, uh, had a, a fella that, uh, he passed away and, uh, uh, Lonzo passed away, so they got a new Lonzo, they called him, and he had been part of our band in St. Louis, of all things. Yeah. So that connected us with a lot of things there, you know, and so uh, I went to Nashville, uh, I, I mean, I started recording my album, and then uh, they were going on a tour of the Far East, huh. and uh, they wanted me and Bron to go, and uh so we worked it out, and, and while we were over there, my first record was released on oh, Hickory Records. Man. You had the world and by so, the tail right now, right? You're traveling internationally, and now you've got a record that pops out, and it's like, wow, is this real? Yeah, I know. It was a, it was like all, these little things were happening, you know, in Forest. And uh, so then we went to, we went over there to the Far East. We spent nine weeks over there, and uh, while we were gone, Oscar's wife, uh, Geneva, she mailed a copy of my 45 to us, and it caught up with us in Taipei, Taiwan. Are you kidding me? And of all things, we went in the USO Club, put it on their jukebox. Oh, that is so cool. I was so tickled. Yeah, I gotta believe it. I mean, in today, we just we just shoot it digitally in there in a minute, but you had, this record had to, first of all, make it to you, and number two, make it one piece, because you weren't going to play it without uh, without having one piece, so that's so cool. So, you must have danced yes. your feet off right then. I did. I just was like, thank you, Jesus. I'm yeah. thankful. Good yeah. Lord. You got us got this far and and uh, we're thankful every day <laughs> well i think that so so a lot of our crowd today is, is, that's listening in is a business crowd and so oftentimes i love to to take moments like this because right here a couple things really happened for you one is that you had somebody that you were good to that you were you treated right and worked hard for um maybe for not knowing what the future was going to bring but loretta lynn said you know what i'm going to remember you because you mean a lot to me and so when she paid it forward, basically, she reached back and grabbed you and said, said, come on, I think we've got something cool happening. She included you. And that's pretty powerful. And, and have, you, have you been able to, to uh, do some of the same along the way to grab people and bring them up and, and see how you can uh, help them get going? Because that was quite a touch from, uh, from a superstar singer. Yes, I, I learned a lot from Loretta. She was a, a classy lady. And uh, she gave you some good advice, uh, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I have helped lots of folks, like uh, people who wanted to be on a TV show or people wanted this. I, you know, I said, come on, go with me, sing harmony with me or play fiddle with me yeah. or whatever they did that they wanted, whatever the reason was to be on a TV show or whatever. Right. You know, I've tried to work my way to get them out there. I've always tried to help somebody. Well, and I think that's so cool because as I as I talk to some of um, uh, uh, country music's uh, biggest stars, um, what I find is that there's a brotherhood and sisterhood of um, of really classy people that I can't find anybody saying something negative about somebody else. It feels like there's such a positive vibe and energy and a center of encouragement. Do, do you do you identify with that? Yes, there is uh, so much love in country music. Uh, you know, everybody seems like they stand up for each other, and uh, you know, and it's it's like the Grand Ole Opry. You know, it's uh, the way it used to be is a little different than it is now. But uh, 
everybody at the Opry was like, it was like a family. You couldn't wait till the Friday or Saturday night got there so you could see your friends. Isn't you know? that something? Like we had something in common yeah. with each other. You well, know? and in today's headlines, you know, Leona, honestly, uh, there's a little bit uh, of a few lessons could be taken from that, I think, because uh, everywhere I go, everybody's talking about something and saying something nice about other, other country music stars. Um, it doesn't feel like a cutthroat, uh, nasty business. It feels like we're all in this together. And, and uh, my old friend Joe Blanchard used to tell me, look, it's a world of abundance. Um, uh, is it scarcity or abundance? What do you, what do you believe there is? Because if it's abundance, all of us can make it. And if it's scarcity, then I've got to, I've got to, you know, cut your, cut your kneecaps off to try to make it. So I love how country yeah. music uh, has people like you in it. And I'm so grateful for your time today. Leona Williams is here <laughs> and she's going to be with us um, in the next segments. And we can't wait to hear more about her legendary life and career. And so thanks for tuning in to the Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. We'll be right back. Physicians Health Plan is local. For 35 years, we've been a part of your community, and we take pride in helping you get the coverage, care, and personal service you deserve. Go to phpmichigan.com for more information. We're the health plan that works for you. You found the Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. And, of course, this is Vic Versero, your humble host, and I am humbled by being uh, in the presence of uh, country music greatness. Leona Williams is here, singer, songwriter, uh, and country music royalty. So glad you're here, Leona. And as we were talking that last segment, um, uh, you, you're basically into the Grand old Opry. And so for those that... Um, have been living under a rock um, for a thousand years. They don't know how powerful and huge it is to be part of country music's uh, grandest stage of all time. Tell me about what was going through your mind at that time and, and, and some of the fun things that uh, happened along the way. Okay. Uh, I used to be on the Grand Ole Opry like just about every weekend. I've never been a member, but I've been on there. Roy Inkup thought I already was one, you know, because... <laughs> He was, uh, Roy Acuff was, you know, the father of country music down yeah, there, you yeah. know, of, at that time. And uh, anyways, I, uh, Roy had recorded a song called Once More. So when I was uh, first started recording, they, Ancuff Rose owned Hickory Records. That Ancuff Rose is a big publishing company. Yeah. And they said, pick you out some songs you like and that's, let's record some of those. So I picked out Once More. And I had a, you know, it got in the charts. I don't know how high, but, you know, billboard charts. But yeah. uh, Roy Inkhoff had had a hit on this. And I've got pictures on one of my albums that uh, where he's standing right beside me, listening to me sing. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. You know, that, that's surreal. So special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so special. He always told me he was proud of me, you know, and stuff. And, and I was on the Opry every weekend and everything. And then later on, you know, uh, I was uh, married for a long time. And then I had uh, had to go through some, everybody, a lot of people go through getting divorced, you know, yeah, and that happens. Sure. Anyways, that was my kid's dad, Ron Williams. And anyways, later on through the years, uh, I uh, had uh, some records that was successful. And 
this fellow named Merle Haggard was a uh, <laughs> big fan. He liked it. Uh, yes, ma'am. He found me in a honky tonk was uh, one of my records. Yeah. <laughs> and he loved that. And he loved once more. And so Ronnie Reno, who was working with Merle at the time, who was a, like a little brother to me, he's in my part of a family there in Nashville. He worked with the Osborne brothers and different ones. And we'd toured same tour together, like stayed package shows, you know, and stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, Ronnie said, Merle really liked to meet you. He's the biggest fan of yours. He's got your records and everything, you know. And so I met Merle. And uh, so uh, we all went out to eat, you know, and he introduced me to all the band and everybody. And so Merle said, let's go over here to the studio. I'm recording my train album. Oh, my. So me and Ronnie and Merle drove over to the studio there in Nashville. Merle's recording this train album he's working on. And so he said, come in here and sit with me in this uh, vocal booth, of all things. He said, you give me confidence, he said. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, he had somebody so to I sing said, to, for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, so I sat down there with him, you know, in that vocal booth, you know, which they just put a, had a chair in there. So he was singing, you know, the best ever was. And so uh, then I wound up singing on, there's a song on there called Where Have All the Hobos Gone? <laughs> so that's the first time I sang on a Merle Haggard record, and I've sang on lots of them sure. since, you know. But that was my first time with that. And so later, Merle and them called me and wanted to know, you know, if I could uh, be free to work some shows with them and open the show in some places. So wow. later on, I worked that out and uh, went on the road with them and, uh, you know, worked in different places and I'd been all over the country working places before Merle, you know, yeah. ever came along and I had a great career. And, uh, then when I got with Merle, uh, I always say this all in fun. We got to having too much fun and we got married. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and of course you, you want to say, well, that ruined everything, but that's not true. That, that made it better. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's, we, that's we fun. We recorded a duet album, Merle and I did, and it's uh, we had a top 10 record on the bull and the beaver. How about that? And uh, we wrote that. And, uh, so anyways, that's, uh, that was a big part of my career right there with Merle. He was, he, uh, I kind of just put, started just kind of being his little backup singer, I guess, or yeah. whatever, you know, isn't that fun And writing a lot of his songs. <laughs> well, so what, tell me, tell me about, um, what the world looks like when you are living in, you you start in Vienna, Missouri, and you end up really on on a juggernaut. How do you keep how do you keep your your head um, in the game and not start reading your your press clippings? Because truly, Leona, you're one of the you're one of the sweetest people to to visit with, and and our friend Joe Blanchard uh, affirms that because he knows you personally. Um, so tell me, how how do you keep that ego in check when when the world you've got the world by the tail? Well, you know, uh, what keeps me going is the way I was raised. Mm. My mom and my dad were some of the best country people you'd ever want to meet. Yep. And uh, mom, she was so sweet. See, this is kind of a long story, but I'll tell you kind of quick. Well, let's See, do this. Dad, I'll tell you what. Let's hold this story until uh -huh. our break because we're bumping up against our break. I'm gonna. That'll be okay. a great way for us to get started here when we come back from paying the bills. So, Leona, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for joining us here on the Leadership Lowdown and tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back.
Looking for the best value on your office products with the best service in the industry? For over 30 years, DBI customers have enjoyed outstanding customer service with competitive pricing on everything your office needs. From break room to boardroom, DBI can supply all your work essentials. From paper and coffee to storage and seating, DBI, we do office. Everything for the office? One call, one source, one solution. Visit DBI online at dbiyes.com. You've tuned in to Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. And, of course, with me is our wonderful guest, Leona Williams, singer-songwriter. And she's about to share with us a story about uh, being raised right, I think is the best way to put it. So I had to cut you <laughs> off because of our break, but you're going you're gonna to continue that story if you would, please. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you about my, you know, uh, I guess what made me str- a strong person through the years is my parents. Uh my dad, uh, you know, he had a rough time. He he was married, and his wife uh, was going to have a baby, and it wound up being twins. Well, Daddy always told us this story. It was he said his uh, his first week his little boy twin died, the second week his wife died, and third week his little girl twin died. He said I had a funeral every week for three weeks. Oh my and word. my daddy was the best person, and all them kids, I don't like to say my half-brothers and sisters at all, yeah. because they were real, the yeah. real deal. Sure. And so then he met my mom, and the story with her was, of all things, she was an orphan kid because she was born back in the day when they had TB was really bad. And, sure. You know, so uh, mom's daddy passed away whenever she was five years old and her mom died when she was seven. So that left eight little kids to be somewhere, you know? And so grandpa and grandma couldn't keep them all. So they farmed them out to different families. And so mom went to live with this family and, uh, you know, and, but my older, the older sister kept up with everybody where they were, you know? And so anyways, mom met my dad. And mom had been playing piano at church and, you know, and all that. And she loved the music. And so daddy played fiddle. So back in the day, they were telling about they'd push their furniture back. And and some of these people sat around and listened to the music, you know, <laughs> yeah. at somebody's house. It's yep. kind of neat to think about it. It's <laughs> good know? entertainment, man. And I could just... <laughs> I can just picture it, you know. So anyway, mom kind of liked daddy, and daddy liked her, you know. So my mom, at 17, married my dad. He was 34. Wow. And my sweet little mother raised daddy's six little kids. Oh, my goodness. And uh, stayed with him and uh, all their life together. Isn't that something? So my little mom, I I learned a lot from her. She's precious, and uh, she used to always say, I'm just as plain as an old shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, I, and I, I say that all the time, but my sweet little mom, you know, she was just, you know, looked, we all looked up to mom and daddy, you well, know, and I'm, I'm thankful. I had good parents. That's important. Well, I think, that, I think that's such a tribute, and I appreciate you sharing that because, you know, part of what I see here is, you know, uh, fame today um, seems to be uh, a little bit different operation. You know, there's, there's uh, just 
bigger money, more opulence, and then of course on top of it, um, I don't know. Uh, I just I just see these people that they get to the they get this kind of fame or notoriety, and all of a sudden they read their own press clippings and they forget um, they forget some of the some of the humble things that could have made went either way. I mean, you look back in your amazing career, you're extremely talented, uh, but man, you needed that break from Loretta. You needed that break when somebody came along at the right time and said, Hey, I heard you, or I listened yeah. to you or, and what a difference it made. And then if we can help other people find those breaks, that's, that's pretty cool. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Um, did you, in your, in your stellar career, was there ever a time when you were, you were uh, feeling discouraged or, or uh, times when you had to overcome some? Uh, yeah, I was uh, discouraged, actually, when I was with Merle. He was such a huge star. Yes. And uh, he overshadowed you. And, uh, you know, I was trying to keep my career. At, I wasn't trying to, you know, work hard at, on my career when I was with him. And more or less, I just kind of helped him and just, you know, kind of put mine to the side. Although I still kept a career going with, we did a duet album, Yeah, did a few things with him. I sang on his records. I still had some things going, you know, but my big thing, I was his wife, yeah. you know, but it didn't work out, you know, and I can't help that. <laughs> but uh, then anyways, later on after Merle, uh, I started working more on my own career here, you know, and stuff. And I got married again, uh, after Merle, a few years after Merle, to a guy named Dave Kirby. He was in the music business. He played lead guitar. He was a session player in Nashville. And uh, he'd been on all these things. He wrote a lot of songs. He wrote, does anybody go on San Antonio? He and another guy. He co-wrote that. He wrote uh, Memories to Burn for Gene Watson. He wrote uh, What Have You Got Planned Tonight, Diana, for Merle. (laughs) And just lots of songs Dave did. And he's a great guy. And I was married to Dave for almost 20 years after Merle, you know, so it's, uh, I just kept my career going with different things, you know, different steps in life, you know. But I think, I think that's really interesting that, that, that you're, you're married to, um, you know, truly probably Merle was, was a worldwide uh, phenom. um, And, uh, and you were, you were there and, and, and it's hard to be, uh, you know, in any marriage, to be evenly yoked, no matter what, and so there's there's different yes. things that happen, and and um, you know you just got to understand that. And of course, you you know I think keeping egos in check and everything else, and being appreciative for where you're at is really really quite a message. Well, I'm appreciative where I'm at right now because I'm listening uh, to Leona Williams share her amazing life story and uh, some of the leadership tips she's got for us. So thanks so much for tuning in to Leadership Lowdown. Thanks for listening to the Michigan Business. Business Network. I'm Vic Versero, and we'll be right back. Do you like to travel for fun and excitement, craving a relaxing getaway? No matter where you want to go or what you want to do, you can trust Dean Trailways to get you there. Our luxury motor coach lets you relax while you travel. No traffic to worry about, no parking fees, no hassle. Are you looking for some sizzling excitement this fall? Let Dean Trailways bring on the heat and take you to Firekeepers, Michigan's newest gaming hotspot. Experience the thrills of the slots, blackjack, craps, the live poker room, and indulge in the world-class restaurants, all while counting on Dean to bring you home safely. Dean Trailways of Michigan. Travel smart.
You found the Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. And, of course, we're visiting with Leona Williams, singer-songwriter and country music royalty. And I am honored and humbled that you would spend time with us. And we're so grateful, Leona. And I want to make sure that I get a chance to talk about some of the great things that are still going on. We just we just kind of did a, a waltz through a few years of history here um, to make uh, to make uh, kind of understanding of how your your journey has been. Um, but now, uh, tell me about what's going on in your world right now. What's happening? And uh, you've got some special people that I think you're still performing with. Yes, I'm. I'm uh, still out there, you know, working shows all over the place, and uh, I have a very special. Great singer named Ron Williams. That's my son. Uh-huh. You and, know him well. <laughs> <laughs> I know him really good. Yeah. And he's a good person. And he and I travel a lot together. We've been all over the country together. We've been to Ireland several times huh. on tours and things. And uh, and we still tour uh, different places. And uh, I've got me a good duet partner, and he comes and does his show. And introduces me then we both come out together and do duets and, oh uh, that's you know, gotta be we've something been doing this and he's a fine boy and if you look at my website it's leonawilliams.com okay and uh on that is uh, a connection to ron yeah. ronwilliamsmusic.com nice and you, you can and, hear him sing and you can probably get get record um or uh cds or whatever from that website um, uh, yes. correct. Yeah. That's, that's the way you go that's about right. it. Well, let me ask you, um, uh, when, when you get to, uh, other countries, tell me about the reception. Are they like going, what's this? Or are they going, no country music's huge here? Well, you know, it's, it's amazing how wonderful Ireland, especially Yeah. over there one year, Ron and I it was the year before last or a couple years ago, we were, um, over there on tour and we went to this award show. And played, and uh, anyways, Ron got the entertainer. He he got the uh, ma- number one ve- male vocalist of the year at the Langster Music Award <laughs> Show. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And cool? I got I got the singer songwriter national whatever uh, of the year. You know, female <laughs> singer whatever. And all that stuff, and we're like shocked. You know, Langster yeah. Music Awards. Well, and. Uh, we did our show, and then we did uh, went and did Daniel O'Donnell was having a tribute show for a week there at a place, and one night it was maybe Charlie Pride, next night it was George Jones, you know, yep. just different tributes. So when they did Loretta Lynn, uh, he had me to do uh, a duet with him on a Loretta Conway song, and uh, then I did a song I'd wrote. Uh, the first song I had recorded was on Loretta's "Don't Come Home a Drinking" album, so. Yeah. I did that song, and I did Don't Come Home a Drinking, you know, on that uh, big TV sec- section. And, oh, my gosh, the it was big crowd, it was packed. And they uh, love real country music over there. Yeah, how fun. So it's a wonderful thing we get to do. Yeah, and what a, what a privilege to be able to do something as special as your career and then have a chance to do it with your son. That's That's got to be uh, something that dreams are made of. Just like who would ever imagine it? Uh, just like having a highway named after yourself, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I worked uh, uh, for two or three years in Branson, Missouri, off and on. Yeah. With what uh, Gene Shepard started it. It was called the Grand Ladies yeah. of Country Music. Oh, you know? my gosh. Wouldn't that be something? So, us Grand Ladies, we had a show in Branson. Like <sighs> every night, there's at least three girls on there all the time. It was Wanda Jackson or. 
Gene Shepard, Leona Williams, uh, Mary Lou Turner. Oh, I'd be paying for that uh, easy. Pretty Miss Norma Jean, you know, different girls. Yeah. And they had three of us at a time. And I'm doing a, a segment on a show in uh, Branson the, in the middle of May, 21st, 22nd, I believe it is. And it's uh, Barbara Fairchild and me and Mary Lou Turner. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's with, great. Uh, Stevie Lee Woods at the Star Theater. You guys got to just laugh and carry on when you all get together like that. Oh, we do. We <laughs> had the best time, and we sang our hits and we and all that, and and uh, tell a few silly stories. Right. And keep going. <laughs> well, I'm almost running out of time here, and I and I want to I want to ask you about uh, in 2017 you won the Honky Tonk Female Honor uh, with the Ameripolitan Music Award. Um, can you share with what that was all about? Yes, they had this show, and I was nominated, you know, for the Honky Tonk Female Singer, and I couldn't believe it, but I won it. But I'd had a, a record called Yes, Ma'am, He Found Me to Honky Tonk back yeah, in the day. You sure. know, this was about 1970, 71, something like that. Yeah. And it got me work all over the country, and it still gets me work. Too funny. People still like to two-step, you know. You bet. You bet. Well, the country music. I think that's so cool. I just want to sincerely say thank you, Leona, for your time today. Oh, thank you, Vic. I appreciate it. You are you are everything that that I imagined and have been such an absolute sweetheart. And of course, your kindness is is beyond compare. And I think for all of us uh, and any of us that have any measure of success, to remember the kindness quotient uh, about being such yes. a wonderful person along the way, and remember those that have helped us. So you've helped us an awful yes. lot today, Leona. I want to say thank you uh, for being a part of this. Next time I get to Vienna, Missouri, by golly, I'm going to take a picture of that sign that says Leona Williams Highway because that's going to be something to remember. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, yeah. let's all be good to each other and, and respect each other. Oh, and, uh, words, and well, words well spoken. God bless you. Thanks so much. We appreciate your time and we appreciate that you, the audience, have tuned in to the Michigan Business Network here on Leadership Lowdown. We're grateful for y'all. This is Vic Versero. Can't wait to talk to you again. 